They say money can't buy happiness, but you can sure as shit rent it. Go to patreon.com slash bmfcast and take some home today. This week on the BAMFCast. Can I have my pizza, please? One star. We're in. All right, welcome to the BAMFCast. Hey! BAMFCast. Episode 483. Wow, That is an ever-increasing number. Good Lord. It is. Is that the weed number? No. Oh, no, probably not. So I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And what we do each and every episode of this here podcast is we go to watch ourselves a quote unquote bad movie. And we come in here and talk about it for the first half. You know what? That, then they get ratings. Oh, they do. Yeah. <laughs> good good bad movies, enjoyable bad movies. They get one of five jocks and robot jocks. Oh, robot jocks. Yes. <laughs> that is a sign of good. However, there are bad bad movies. It's the stay away. That's they're true. getting negative sliding scale. Yep. One to five bags isn't giant bags of trash. Gross. Trash is bad. Mm-hmm. Clean it up. So, um, f- fresh, freshly minted to Blu-ray. Oh yeah, we are covering yeah. hot a off the presses. hot new movie. Yeah, I thought you said freshly minted doubloons. Yes, <laughs> freshly minted doubloons. We the are Bloom covering Ray. yes, the Bloom Ray, <laughs> the highest of qualities. Uh, we are watching Skate Town USA. Yeah, we are from 1979. Yeah. So not it's new to Blu-ray, it's brand new. new. Yeah, but uh, never released on VHS or DVD. Nope. nope. Just skip straight to blue. Was it released like all true on Laserdisc? Probably no. not. Or Betamax? Mm-mm. No. UMD only. Yes. <laughs> Divix. What about <laughs> home video reel, like 8mm or 16mm? <laughs> yes. I don't, probably not. No? Maybe. Mm-hmm. Color forms. Just covering my bases yeah. here. Yeah. It was a Viewmaster yes. set that uh, covered Skate Town USA. Yep. We Audio wanted to do novel. this. Mm-hmm. We wanted to do this movie for Skate Timber. Right. It did not exist. Yeah. The, the the versions that were out there were like someone filming a sheet that they had on the wall that they were projecting a bad print of this movie onto. Mm. It was not pretty. So. Excellent. This is amazing that this has actually been released like this. Yeah. Would you like a plot summary? Yes. <laughs> I mean, you usually make me read them. I could have just said nothing and... We probably would have skated I, right past I'm it. interested to hear what the plot summary of this movie is. Okay. Summarize the plot for us, sir. Please. At a roller disco competition, mm-hmm. two rivals find themselves becoming good friends while competing for a prize of $1,000 in cash. Incorrect. As usual, that's, that's incorrect. That describes the last 30 seconds of the movie. Sure. <laughs> yeah. There's some skating happening. Yeah, there is. And it's disco as fuck. Um, by the way, this movie looks really good. It does. Like... It's yeah. it's a nice transfer, and it's one of those movies that is extraordinarily colorful and really, really benefits from a, a good treatment of it. Um, yeah. This isn't your gray, white 70s. This is, hey, we had colors. There mm-hmm. are 16 million colors on screen at any given time. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, however, it sounds real weird. A lot of the sound is strange. The mix is bad. Yeah. It, it, all the background noise mixes yeah. with the foreground noise. And There's like, a lot of wheel clacking going on during dialogue scenes. Yes. I like the wheel clacking, <laughs> but like anytime anybody's on a microphone or well, anything like that, hey it man, gets real weird. They didn't know how to make a movie. The other thing that's really confusing to me is there is a lot of known music in this. 
Like, oh, yeah. Like, Which is know. probably why it was never released on any other home video format. Probably, maybe. Definitely yeah. DVD. That's why it yeah. went out. But the strange thing is, is like not all of them, some of them, it's like you took a 33 and didn't quite crank it up to 45. Yeah. But it's like, yeah, it's, 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 it's like, like a 36, 10%? 37. Hmm. It's like, it's weird, especially like the Jackson's Shaker Body. Yeah. That one's like, okay. It's not a whole hmm. like. It's like, you know, you know, when like on a record player, you have that, the slider, the, you know, mm-hmm. to speed up and slow down your record. It's like somebody just slid that all the way up. So it's not wildly fast it's yeah. just it's well, like it's like 1.25 times if you're listening yeah. to like youtube videos yeah the it, dj uh, was a wizard to, yes that's true it was yeah. but because then like other ones like earth wind and fire sound exactly yeah. correct so yeah, i can't right. figure it out it's just like certain versions of songs are like ah, just, maybe yeah. they were just timing the music and we're like ah maybe. speed it up yeah. by 10 percent. who cares yeah maybe yeah but anyway so um, you guys want to hear about who's in it i i would love to but we have so, a few bamf cast alums mm-hmm. like bill Kirkenbauer from Project Shadow Chaser 3 from yeah. Bamcast Extra. Yeah. Apparently a series that I need to watch, according yeah. to you guys. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Billy Barty of Body Slam. Remember that old chestnut Body Slam? <laughs> I wasn't here for that. You weren't here for Body Slam? No. Remind me a little of Body Slam. It had Rowdy Roddy Piper in it. Okay. I could not tell you anything else about it. It's a hell and neat Dirk, And Dirk Benedict, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh... Ron Palillo of Snake Eater. <laughs> oh, Snake Eater. Was he the, the Snake Eater? Who was? No. no. He was a weaselly guy. Okay. He's Horshack from yeah, Welcome Back Hotter. Okay. Yeah. Uh, also, Marsha Brady's in it. Mm-hmm. Not a Bamcast alum, but Marsha Brady's in it. <laughs> yes. Yes. She has a name. And uh, actual name. it's Marsha Brady. Yes. It is the, yeah, Maureen something. I, McCormick. 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 Yeah, there we go. Uh, and the film debut. Of one brother of Don Swayze, Patrick Swayze of Black Dog. Yeah, of Black Dog. Yep. <laughs> he is the antagonist of the movie. <laughs> yeah, he is. And he's kind of awesome. He is the best human character in the film. <laughs> yes. Mm, I don't know. The wizard's pretty good. The, yeah. Uh, but the wizard. The wizard I mean, has no motivation. Hmm. Yeah. You don't know what the, the wizard kind of like. No like if they redid the, if they remade this movie. Yes. That wizard, would, <laughs> Sam Rockwell would be that wizard. Probably. Okay. Sure. Mm. The wizard's motivation, his, his reason for being is uh, he wants to bring Skate Town to life, mm-hmm. yeah. to make people roller boogie. And mm-hmm. have a good time. Yep. See, I actually see... I don't see trapping Sam Rockwell in a DJ booth like that because you would have to let him dance at some point. Mm-hmm. Like oh, in the remake, he gets to come out of the booth. Oh, does he? Yeah, okay. Yes. He's yeah, a wizard. He comes out of the booth and dances. Like, that whole opening scene where he's wizarding things into life. Mm-hmm. In the remake, he skates out of the booth and is skating around the rink, wizarding things to life. And then he retreats to the booth. I, I, don't, think, I don't think you can... Fire your Sam Rockwell dancing wad right in the beginning of the movie. You got to save that for later, I think. Well, maybe he skates out in the beginning. Yeah. And then at the end, you know, once the, everybody's friends and is, everything's happy, yeah. uh-huh. he comes back out and does a fucking wizard dance. Okay. Well, yeah. see, what we do is we gender swap the remake. And so at the end, the female lead doesn't have a male partner. And so, so the, the wizard, wizard comes. <laughs> yeah, the wizard comes from the moon. Okay. <laughs> Yes. Now you understand. I just 
said that because he mugs like Sam Rockwell would mm-hmm. in my mind. Yeah, mm-hmm. yep. in your head. Yeah, but I, I like That's what okay. you've done with. I, mean, I like yeah. where you've taken yeah. this. It's a yeah. good idea. I would watch that like movie. This. <laughs> this is one of our favorite things: is to is to cast and and change remakes also, of the stupid IMDb shit that we trivia. watch. Oh, go Ooh. on. Sam Rockwell was in Confessions of the Dangerous Mind, oh, no. also starring the unknown comic. God damn it. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Off. I guess <laughs> we should mention the rest of the cast, even yeah. though they're not. There's so uh, much cast. cast alums. It's like Flip Wilson is here. Mm-hmm. Um, God, uh, Scott oh. Bio is in it. <laughs> yeah. He's a piece of shit. Scott yeah, Bayo. Scott is, Bayo. Well, this Whatever. was a Sony movie, so they had to get their, their bio branding yeah, yeah, in there. Bio. He's top build, right? He is. But he has the least to do in this he movie. He has fuck all to do with this story. He is, I mean, he's there for his name, basically. Right. Yeah. Cause, and he's there to tell our protagonist, who is, it was in nothing else, Greg Bradford, uh, that... Patrick Swayze's gang is for real. Yes. They're not playing around. Right. You need to take them seriously. Yeah. He They're says that real. many times. That is for... about the extent of it. Yeah. And that he has to stay focused on the dance competition. I mean, right. it's, it's pretty clear to me that, like, he, you know, this movie came out, like, when he was reaching height of popularity on, like, Happy Days and shit. Yes, so it was correct. like, hey, here's your marketable name. Right. And they're like, Marsha Brady's in it, too. And it's like, yeah, but that show's been off the air for, like, a few years now. So who gives a shit? Yeah. You know, I'm just saying it was like it's very clear that it was like TV mentality of like oh, sure. what do the kids want? Yeah, they want they want Chachi and Marsha. Well, and all the like talking bits are very much like TV <laughs> TV sitcom structure mm-hmm. and just random gag. This this is like a variety show basically. It's just mm-hmm. like here's an act and now here's an interlude with some people that you recognize telling jokes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this movie is uh it's hard to like. Normally, we go through plot beat by oh, beat. We're not doing that. But not it is chance. so impossible with this movie because it literally is skit music, skit music, skit music, plot music, skit music, skit 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 music, plot music, music, yep. skit 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 motherfucker. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Credits. Goddamn. Yeah. And then one skit after that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Plot. So skip, anyway, skip, let's write right. this. No, <laughs> yeah. you just broke down the plot. No, yeah. I mean, it, uh, in a nutshell, the plot is our new guy is from the valley and mm-hmm. he's come to the west side of L.A., I guess. Yes, mm-hmm. it's Santa Monica, Santa Monica. And it, Stan and to, is yeah. his name. Stan has uh, come here Stan to Monica. show off his skating prowess. Mm-hmm. And he's brought along his sister, who's Marsha Brady and Scott Bayo, who's his manager. Accountant. Yeah, Man- sure. Yeah, yeah. Manager. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Friend. His his skis ball friend who's there to leech. Off of his talent. But they, they've they come to Skate Town USA, which is a skating rink unlike anything that's probably ever actually existed. Oh, my God. It's so good. It was... <laughs> yeah. Well, according to the trivia, it was filmed in an actual skating rink that had just opened yeah, it's the in Hollywood 1979. Yeah. I'm um, sure there was a lot of features that were added just for the movie because there's all these... Like crazy tunnels. Oh, there's and- a ramp that leads you into the arena, and it's yeah. like, no, there's no way. Just for liability reasons, there's no way there would right. be this ramp. <laughs> but so Flippers Roller Boogie Palace. Okay. Well, but so he he's come here, and then shortly after, we're introduced to the the West Side Wheelers. Yes. Who's Patrick Swayze's gang? Well, he's- so everyone's in the you know the the skate town, mm-hmm. and they're all just skating around, and they're having a good time, and everything's chill. And then down the pier come these skate toughs. Mm-hmm. And they're like weaving in and out and doing tricks and everything. Knocking people over. Knocking people over. Barricades. Fuck those. Here's a trash can. Maybe I'll jump over it. Maybe I'll just knock that over. Uh, 
And then they just explode into this place and just knock everyone out of the way. And the great thing is, is like they're not doing it just to be assholes. They're doing it. Well, they are being assholes. But I mean, it's it's in service of everybody get off the floor so that we can show you our shit. Yep. And that's what's great is like, you know, I I fully appreciate tough gangs that do things that aren't tough at all. Like like there there was an era where it's like, you know. It's like the West Side Story kind of thing where it's just like, mm-hmm. hey, we're tough. <laughs> right. It's like, are you, though? Yeah. Like, <laughs> we're the best roly, roller yeah. boogiers in town. Well, it's, it's just like, like it's it's just like Tough Turf that we just watched. Yes. It's basically like they had, you know, we're we are doing crimes. But in our off time, we're chore- choreographing <laughs> like all these huge numbers and things. And it's like, all right. It's like, <laughs> really? Yeah. Because so. Like, they come in, and they push everyone out of the way, and they do their choreographed dance, and then they go over and just obliterate this section of the place mm-hmm. and rearrange the tables, and then they're like, okay, yeah, this is our chill spot for the rest of the night. And, and apparently they do this all the time, because, like, they're the regulars. Yes. He's the one that, like, wins the, the mm-hmm. stupid contest every year. Yeah. And then the rest of the movie is just in service of, like, well, obviously, you know, Stan is going to compete in this, mm-hmm. and they're going to try to foil it, slash also figure out who he is, and also fuck over all the other people all two other people that have entered into this right and the rest of it is just shenanigans <laughs> shenanigans because, like, is the right word stan has brought his sister marcia mm-hmm. and then patrick Swayze's brought his sister who she has a name allison i think allison yeah which you say she had a, a line she did have a line she had a line in the she movie told patrick Swayze to leave them alone okay mm-hmm. I, th- I thought for sure this 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 poor girl never said a word in no. this entire movie no we came up with a whole backstory for her that the movie just decided nah yeah okay so <laughs> she's the, patrick Swayze's sister the, and that's it the other thing so like that's the main plot and obviously like in the last like 20 minutes they're like oh yeah plot i guess we got to do this contest and shit mm-hmm. um other notable things as we mentioned there is a disco wizard that lives in the dj booth over the the skating rink right yes he appears there he appears there he just literally appears there and, what, and laser beams everything into existence yes that's what i was getting at is including that, the crowd <laughs> yeah he just is like let's liven this place up like phew yeah. like turns our turns on the snack bar lights and the <laughs> pinball machines and then the disco balls and then it's like oh yeah what about the crowd and they just all mag- magically appear mm-hmm. so yes. that, that's happened that place was bonkers for real. I'm looking at photos that oh, I yeah. found. It like there was there it was existed a, and it was yes. fucking bonkers. There was a period of time for about six months where this was absolutely the greatest thing in the world. I just wow, yeah, yes. And, and then, then for some as reason, society is want to do humanity went shits stupid. on awesome things yep. and then they're gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but because I, just, I, I cannot stress enough how fucking awesome this place is. Yes, mm-hmm. I would go here every day, even though I can't skate very well. I don't care. I would yeah. hang out here every day. You would eventually learn to skate well enough. Yes, absolutely. I think, because I you just you just learn yeah. it by it's like, Yeah, it's like going to a foreign language. Eventually, you're going to learn a foreign country. You're going right. to learn the language. Yeah, it's going to happen. Yeah, you're going to learn to skate the, just by being around skating. The only thing about places like this, and especially when we watch these like time capsule movies where you're like, this business is awesome. How did it fail? Uh, you realize that it's because everyone who works there is a goddamn moron. Yes. Well, at least in this <laughs> yes. portrayal of this movie. Yes, yes, but it's it's just portrayed like, my God, we've got the greatest establishment ever built in human history. I'm going to hire the biggest fucking goofs to work here, <laughs> and they're going to fucking ruin everything. You know, just like these guys at the snack bar are fucking goofs, and they're just going to, they're literally going to smash food pizza. into each other. Yeah. And, yeah. They're the worst. Yes. Yeah, I was just trying to establish that we live in a world where 
the wizard at, on a whim can make things appear, disappear. Reality begins and ends whenever. Yes. And Allison, the stands girl of his dreams, that she he sees her skating from afar and then never connects. And hey, it turns out it's Ace's sister. Blah blah uh-huh. blah. You know yep. that whole that old chestnut. And mm-hmm. <laughs> so, but like she laser beams into the scene like a la Xanadu, mm-hmm. and then she does it like you know, wizard makes the dance floor disappear. And it's just her. And she's basically doing an ice skating routine on roller skates. And, of course, I was like, oh, yeah, her backstory. She wanted to be an ice skater, but her family moved her to California. And no she ice. can't ice skate anymore. And so, you know, he's got to teach her how to be better at roller skating. But no, no this movie doesn't care about plot she's at all. She's Ace's no. sister. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. And she like, will not do, speak. Do you like boobs? <laughs> yeah. 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 Okay. Her, her skirt is short, and she has boobs, <laughs> and she can skate. Yep. There you so, go. That's her. I'm just I'm just trying to paint the picture that yeah. this is a world where fucking magic happens. Yes, but it's also a world where they introduce 27 side plots and resolve literally none of them. Like because there is yeah. there uh, uh Ruth Buzzy comes in late in the film and is just like we're here we're gonna, we're from the city council we're going to shut you down because of debauchery. Mm-hmm. Nothing comes from that. Oh, they, no. they immediately yeah, drug them drugged. with pizza. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So major side. <laughs> side plots that actually maybe mean something okay so we talked about the bumbling snack bar guys uh-huh. there is also a bumbling drunk that comes in mm-hmm. and he was apparently trying to make a drug deal with one of the bumbling cook guys yes somewhere along the way his whatever magical pills fell into the meat grinder it was not a meat grinder it was a cheese grinder yeah well they were grinding it, okay cheese. it was a meat grinder but he used it for cheese <laughs> mm-hmm. to hand stuff yeah. cheese into the oh he was like very com- uncomfortably putting his hand way uh-huh. way down oh, in that yeah. meat grinder yep. but anyway uh, because bats- someone cooked up a story and threw everything in the meat grinder right yeah, yeah i see <laughs> <laughs> yeah but but it's fresh cheese yeah. for the pizza right but hallucinogens or something fall into the pizza ingredients and yes. suddenly Everyone wants to buy pizza because it's got drugs in it, and also it's making everyone turn even more crazy. Not that much crazy. It's whatever it is. It's a very 70s drug of this will make you hungry and maybe a little less uptight. Yeah, I mean, this is this is one of those weird movies like like people, you know, and and even some of the stars in, 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 in it themselves, like look at something like Half Baked. You know, Dave Chappelle has been very vocal about like. This this movie was supposed to be a lot darker and mm-hmm. crazier and like you know not this like colorful like almost PG rated thing even though it's not at all right but like this is that yeah like like as much as he thinks that they they, they watered down half baked this is like that ah it's drugs but also it's almost an after school movie it's like, like happy drugs yeah I mean it's just it's like a real goofy tone for something where it's like oh wow everyone in this place has got you know poisoned basically yeah and (laughs) yeah but that's that's what happens is like they because this movie doesn't care ruth buzzy and her you know conservative people get served a pizza and then suddenly they're like ha we're on the drugs too and everything's okay yeah and that's that's just this movie's answer to solving a a plot line is drugs is drugs yeah (laughs) yeah pretty much yeah that's about drugs because there's like there's this nerdy newlywed couple that shows up mm-hmm. and they are just there to provide various hijinks at times mm-hmm. yep. some of which are okay like there's a there's a bit okay so <laughs> there's one guy dressed as like the frito bandito or some shit and okay still pete right let, let me let me better set the stage for this place. okay all right skate town usa is comic-con Everyone in here, everyone in there has like their own like outfit or identity or their cosplaying yeah, yeah. is something. But there's not 30 Spider-Men. There's, there are there's... 20 Morks. 
because 20 fucking people are in there wearing fucking rainbow suspenders. I mean, they're not dressed as Mork, but I'm just saying. I suppose, but I feel like everyone was trying to do something unique, and that's why it's yes, so crazy. There's like Pimp Cobra Commander over here, and mm-hmm. the, you know, it's the Uncle Sam is one of, you know, everyone's got their own thing. There's, there's like coordinated cosplay, and there's. Well, it's like. I'm just trying to describe it's it like in if a way there was for, a giant. Okay, well, all right, back up. Mm hmm. If you took all the cosplay skills of the people who go to cons like that and mm-hmm. said, here, dress up like 1979. Right. That's what you get. Yeah. I think this is more like the unknown Comic Con. <laughs> swear ah. to God, these jokes are better than anything the unknown Comic has ever done. Um, <laughs> Except for that one when he was at the counter right before he spilled the pills. Yeah, but I'm ta- that's the dude. I'm talking yes. about literally the unknown okay, Comic. The unknown. Fuck that guy, even though it's the same guy. Um, <laughs> yes. But maybe if you put a bag over his head. <laughs> God damn it! Oh, all right. I forgot my point. Fuck yeah, everything. okay. <laughs> Sorry. Your point is you hate the unknown comic. I, well, the I costume, made that yeah. clear. The the outfits. Yes, Everybody it, is wearing. Yeah. A different outlandish, mm-hmm. garish yes, outfit. Because at one point Scott Bayo says in one of his six lines of dialogue that hey man everything's in here in here is a fantasy. This is not reality in here. It's just whatever. And that's kind of like when you're at Comic Con at a, on a good day when you walk in there it's like oh wow this is a trip. Mm-hmm. That's what this place is like. Everyone's dressed in some weird shit. And some people are in their own dumb themes and there are various drugs around um, because like the the nerdy dude, when he goes to put his skates on, he's accosted by the the whatever the Frito Bandito's name yeah. is. Pistol Pete. Pistol yeah. Pete. Who offers him weed because, you know, in the 70s, if you have weed, you just say, hey, man, also smoke this weed with me. Mm-hmm. And well, he demands he smoke it. That, yes. Yeah. This is not an option. True. And yeah. he's like, no, I don't know. I'm a nerd. And he's like, okay. And then there's some wacky weed shenanigans to, you know. Well, what's fun? Well, he's he's obviously, it, I would guess that he was doing the, you know, cigar style do not inhale. Right. And someone like bumps him in the back so that he takes a big deep hit on mm-hmm. it. Yeah. And then he's just like, yeah, pass this shit over to me. <laughs> like, like yeah, he, go, he, he tells him that's good shit. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, I mean, it's just gags. There's just constant, just little like, now let's see what these two are up to. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then, you know. We will cut back to them every once in a while. Flip Wilson, because he is under contract to do Geraldine at any point, shows up as in drag in another subplot that literally goes nowhere. Yeah, just to paint yeah. the picture, Billy Barty is the father of Flip Wilson. <laughs> Who is married to Geraldine. Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's that's the that's the setup. Mm-hmm. And he's constantly hanging around on women and yep. stuff. Billy Barty is. Yep. And yeah. That's that's the thing. That's the thing. Yeah, that's a thing. <laughs> um, fuck. I'm just trying to think of like any other like things that actually matter before we get to like how this resolves. Yeah. Um, um, I mean, there is there is there is no less than like six, seven, eight different like dance troops, right? That just get introduced and like basically almost get to do an entire song routine. Pretty much. They will usually cut away to some brief gag during it because it's just like who wants to watch five minutes, six minutes, eight minutes because it's disco songs. Yeah. Of somebody. <laughs> Like six people doing a routine. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's the weird thing. It's like in Skate Town USA, the average person doesn't skate that much. Mm-mm. Like they clear the floor and then like it's the fabulous 
fuzzy birds come out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Like, I don't know. Mm, the fabulous fuzzy birds. Yeah. <laughs> just, they have these this dumb... Is, do, just, they we're told it's going to be a super hot routine. Yes. <laughs> and then it is the most boring shit it, you've ever seen. I mean, especially yeah, considering they were like, they're like the fourth group super. we've seen and they're like, they, they hype them up and then it's just like, those other people were way better than you. Well, mm-hmm. the one guy came out and played basketball on stage he while did. roller dancing and that was awesome. Yeah. But, but well, that's, that's the thing. Was it, like, it wasn't that awesome. Like, he came good. out with a basketball and you thought it was going to be awesome <laughs> and then he dribbled it a little bit yeah. for five minutes. Sure. And uh, yeah, that's the like, thing. It's like, if they're not clearing the floor for some you know roller skating dance troupe right then they're having something going on stage because they have band after band after band there's there's a band called gq, GQ? there's a they're pretty good dave, dave mason, mason. Dave yeah mason? he gets, two, he gets songs. two songs two yeah. songs yeah. he gets to do the the slow love song and the the fucking rocking yeah he gets to teleport in for the couple skate yeah mm-hmm. the, well the that wizard brings good. him yeah. to life well, he does a disco version of feeling all right yeah mm-hmm. is his first thing yep um, man that was one thing about disco disco they're like it doesn't matter what the song is we're going to make a fucking disco song out of it. Yep, because mm-hmm. there's at least two Rolling Stone songs on the soundtrack yeah. that are disco-fied. Well, and then, yeah, uh, like if disco had survived, they'd be like, Tears in Heaven, yeah. disco version. Let's <laughs> oh, do this. <laughs> That's why I love disco. You just broke my brain because yeah. I'm even trying to figure out how that goes. But, <laughs> but Pistol Pete, great. Pistol Pete does to a uh, La Bamba, disco La Bamba. Yep, yeah. yeah. Yep. Uh, but disco anyway. La Bamba was really good. Yeah, I like it was disco actually pretty good. Yeah. The, I like all the music in this. The music's I, great. It's, I mean, it's yeah. all of it is, and it's wall to wall. Like it never stops. Like right. even when there's dialogue, there's there's some song in the background. We're like, oh, I know this. Mm-hmm. Well, so. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's presented as okay. Here's what's happening right right now. Like yeah. like so that's why it never stops because they basically don't leave. No. Yeah. There are maybe two scenes outside in the parking lot. Yeah. And those scenes suck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But. Otherwise, yep. it's always in the rink and it's always presented as, okay, here's what's playing. Mm-hmm. All right. So I figured this is probably the best way to handle this because we're about ready to skip ahead to what, you know, how the plot resolves. Right. Is there a side character gag shtick that you want to mention? We'll go around the table. Like of all the weird, crazy shit that's going on in the background of this movie, what stands out to you? Well, I mean, I, mean I, I feel like we're all probably going to say the we'll, we'll share the one because I feel like we do like this one gag. Yes. Is there there is one attractive buxom lady that goes to the snack bar mm-hmm. Um, kind of looks. I mean, she could come straight out of Boogie Nights, basically. Yeah. She, she was, was a 1979 a, yes. play, uh, playmate. Oh, is that who Dorothy yeah, Stratton was? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So and playmate of the year 1980 and then dead. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, she made Galaxina and then. Yeah. OK. The, the movie right. Star 80 is about yeah her boyfriend murdering her. Oh, Okay. Well, yeah, well that's, that's uplifting. That's anyway, sad. yep. Anyway, but she's she, nice and alive here. She <laughs> she comes to the snack bar. She's attractive, and the and the, the two bumbling people are like, oh, that's going to be a few minutes for the pizza, and so they fuck off to go make her a pizza, mm-hmm. and then I don't know who this guy is. He's like a cat skills stand up comic guy, you know, take yes. my wife, please, kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Just comes up and just it's. Well, it's just he, he I he's obviously a known person of some quantity. Yes. I just don't know who he is. I can't pick him out of the of the uh, crowd or the credits here either, but he is just as it, fast as you possibly can. It almost, is one of those 60s old guy routines. Yeah, and but he's he's just where it's just like I go to the doctor and the doctor says, "Oh, you got to do this." And yeah. then well, we do that and then you but know, he's like doing that, that like delivery. nonstop. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. like literally just like like he's the micro machines guy just like but telling cat skills jokes. Yeah. And it's just, you know, like, oh, I was in a, uh, they make this and it's like, oh, why would you do this? Ah, I just flew in from Las Vegas. Boy, am I, I'm tired. I just... Yeah. And then it's right into the yeah, next like, one. Yeah, like does not even pause for for the punchline to hit. No. It just keeps going and completely. Then, 
it, it, he just he just comes up and stands next to her and is like just doing this routine for her, and then she'll just, they just cut over to her and she goes like, "Can I get my pizza, please?" Yes. And they do this no less than like five or six times, and it's every time it works. It somehow it just keeps working. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like that, I, I think we could probably share is the one that's like, all right, that's probably the best like little side skit dumb thing. Yeah, I think that's the one we all enjoy the most. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. I mean, I know we've we've joked about the unknown comic. I'm just gonna say, for whatever reason, they bring him up on stage. He does his dumb stick and then gets the fuck out. Mm-hmm. He does like a minute and a half, and then he's gone. Right, thankfully. Because how many jokes can you make about wearing a bag on your well, head? Well, he's used to getting gonged. <laughs> I guess. Okay. So I mean, I he will say, have a full set. <laughs> I will say that like he comes out, and it's obvious he's got like a bunch of brown bags in his hand. Mm-hmm. He's like, ah, I'm selling eight by ten pictures of myself. No, 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 no. Hands them out, and then he's. <laughs> And then he says, ah, I got pictures of myself when I was a kid. And they're tiny brown bags. Yeah, like, little lunch bags. Yeah, little yeah. tiny lunch bags. I thought that was kind of funny. Yeah, that's it's a, the funniest thing I think that's the Unknown a, Comic that's has ever about done. about the deepest of his repertoire that's, goes. That's or, about it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, he did his impression of someone first landing on the sun. Oh, right. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, that yeah. was hilarious. Yeah. Yep. I mean, all right, low key. It's, it's a bad joke, but Flip Wilson, when he comes out after the Unknown Comic... Oh, <laughs> he has a he has a black paper yeah, bag over like his it's head. been spray painted black over <laughs> yeah. his head. It's a it's just it's low key in the background. It's like all right, that's wrong, but also if you're gonna do if you're gonna bring this jackass out and then have someone follow him, you know, like I'll, I'll give it Look, to you. It's a good it's a good sight gag. Yeah, mm-hmm. but yes. So anything else? I'm trying to think. Like oh, all right. So my other favorite dumb little side thing. Okay. Um, I know I said I'm gonna open up the floor and I'm now monopolizing it, but. I love that, like, all right, so Patrick Swayze has these two guys, one of, <laughs> one of, one of them is Horshack, mm-hmm. and the other dude is just this guy who just keeps flipping his switchblade over and over again, and yes. he just keeps taunting Scott Bayo with it. Mm-hmm. Like, he flips it in his face and then just, like, starts cutting an apple, but then he, like, <laughs> carves out his face and is just like, you, you know, but, like, yeah. constantly throughout the movie, he is just like, when do I get to kill a friend? <laughs> yeah. Well, I love that as he's cutting the apple, too. Like he just stops for a second and wipes his hand on Scott Bayo's shirt. It's the and he's pawing at him slowly, just like <laughs> half feeling him up, half trying to mm-hmm. gently wipe it from his it's, shirt. It's kind of great because like they're those two characters are like coked up to a different level than like everyone yeah. else in that gang. Yeah. Basically, um, those two are like super hardcore henchmen where they're like. We will do whatever it takes to make sure our dancer boss wins the yeah. dance competition. Well, I mean, they're doing the chicken hawk thing where they're like, don't you don't you talk about my boss that way? You yeah. know, that sort of thing. Yes. Just it's just it's just out. weird to have two loyal henchmen who are defending their leader of the gang who is just I'm the best ro- roller boogier we've got. Mm-hmm. And it's like, what's in it for you guys? <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, they get to hang around and get chicks and all that stuff and yeah. drugs. And yeah, I just lo- I just love the one dude like oh. multiple times throughout the movie. He's like, when do I get to kill his friend? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Did we mention the prize for winning this whole thing? No, but it, it's it pretty good. It mentioned a thousand dollars, a thousand dollars, a moped uh-huh. and a trophy. Yes. Yep. Big deal. It's a big ass trophy. It is. Well, one of the trophies. No, the singles trophy is tiny. It's, it's like the size of a. American medium soda, yeah. which is still pretty large, but um, <laughs> the the doubles trophy is like three and a half feet tall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's an important mm-hmm. deal. It's weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Any other side gag things? I kind of liked. Um, so there's the the 
girl at the register at the front, Judy Landers, who is for some reason super woke for the seventies. It, it it was because um she was interested in Billy Barty, yeah. who was telling her all this stuff. That's right. why she But she keeps repeating it to people. Yes. And so like when the nerdy couple comes or the guy comes in and he's like, I've got these tickets and they do this whole bit about how the tickets are the wrong color or and she's just rattling off this like, Oh, you shouldn't get married, that's subjugating women and everything. He's like, Yeah, I won these tickets. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone just keeps like not even paying attention to what she's saying. I for some reason they mm-hmm. do that bit two or three times. I thought yeah. that was funny. Uh, I think the most insufferable one is probably the doctor guy. Oh, yeah. Fuck that guy I mean, forever. <laughs> I'm saying like the, the doctor like, was fine for never. Uh, no, it was OK for about a minute. And then once he went full Vietnam flashbacks, that's that's when it got, got out of control for me. I mean, even like by comparison, the the I mean, I don't I hate the like stupid food fight mentality of the of the snack bar guys, but at least they're involved in some funny things yeah even if like their whole like other the rest of it is really stupid yeah mm-hmm. you know i so I, there there's a there's a line in this movie not like a line of dialogue but there's like a line of demarcation that happens oh, where it's like it was like a cocaine line it, no it, it oh there are a lot of those <laughs> yeah. lines there's yes. a lot of conga lines and skate lines and mm-hmm. stuff like that but a couple of rails there's basically a point in this movie where it just breaks itself and it's kind of around the unknown comic part because it's like he comes out, he sucks the wind out of the movie, and then they do all the Vietnam flashback stuff, and that keeps sucking the air out of the movie. And then they go into the plot, which is just extended dance sequences, and it's like, oh, this movie's no longer as fun as it was. And it yeah. just it just mm-hmm. sinks, and it's like, oh, no, they should have broken this movie up into like two parts so that, you know, you come back to it the next day and you're like, oh, it's great again. Yay. Mm-hmm. Skate Town USA. Fantastic. They still keep cutting in skits, though. Yeah, they do. Somewhat, um, because I, what he's talking about, and I, I do kind of agree, because throughout all the various dance troops coming out and doing their things, that's when they would cut away for like the 10 second, 20 second, whatever little sight gags with the, you know, ex, you know, extra characters and whatnot. Right. The, when the plot decides to kick back in and it's time to actually do the competition, First, you have to watch them like run around to, you know, what what do they do? Oh, they're like they're gonna. There's one guy named Uncle Sam, mm-hmm. and they're gonna blind him with mirrors. So they're like, this doesn't make any sense. There are well, fifty million disco balls okay, in this yeah. place. The only re- <laughs> the only reason I think they did this was so they could do the mirrors and powder joke. Right okay. before that, because sure. before that in the setup, he's like, I got the mirrors <laughs> and the powder. And he's like, mirrors and the powder. What are you talking about? He's like. The mirror to blind the guy and the powder, the itching powder. It's like, oh, okay, yeah, no, yeah. Uh-huh. all right. But yes, they they blind Uncle Sam by flashing mirrors, which doesn't make any sense because, like you said, there's disco balls and lasers everywhere. Yeah, but then, but the crowd boos Uncle Sam. Yes, they do. <laughs> yes. Um. Yeah. Where were you he, when the world stopped turning? Because you know he keeps falling down, and it's like yeah. at least, at least we get right after that happens, we get this is the wizard saying, "Boy, what an idiot this guy is." Yeah. <laughs> Yep. Yep. But then check uh, out that idiot. Pistol Pete was the subject of the itching powder. Mm-hmm. So that just becomes a dumb thing where he's like doing his. He's very committed to keep doing his dance. He doesn't ever not dance. He's still dancing. He's just also itching. Right. And it's like this could be okay he's if ditching. you <laughs> if you yeah. give us like an idea of what the theme of your dance is. <laughs> like yeah. I'm the itchy bandito. <laughs> <laughs> then he would he would have won. So I don't know. By the way, this guy's... I'm El Scratcho. 
this this guy is not any remotely Hispanic. He's just a white dude yeah. with a fake dumb mustache, fake mustache. Right. and guns. This dude yeah. skates out shooting. I assume blanks. Yeah, and it's just like firing his pistols everywhere. Yeah, that would not happen no. in 2019. No, no. Well, a remake. There's will a have lot to of things in this pistols. that wouldn't happen in 2019. Yeah, they'll have to be obviously cap guns with orange mm. ends. Yeah, and very yeah. small. So ends. those those two, you know. Those slums slums are out of it. So it's just down to Stan and Ace. And so I believe Ace, yeah, Ace does his routine first. And it's it's Patrick Swayze. And look, we all know Patrick Swayze can dance. I don't know if you're aware of this. Uh, Apparently he can, yeah, I was going to say, he can dance on roller skates. Now, a lot of what he does, if you pay attention, it's just him dancing on his toes so that he doesn't have to deal with the wheels. Yes. But he's still, it's still impressive. Yes. Yeah. Well, it says like, not to dip back into the IMDb trivia well, but mm-hmm. uh, Patrick Swayze and April Allen were roller skating partners as children in Houston, Texas. So, so he had some roller so dancing. So yeah, he has right. some... I'm just saying, maybe he's not... experience, which is... Maybe his roller skating level wasn't up to like where the rest of these stunt skaters are. Oh, no, are. no. But I'm saying, like, if you notice, he's doing cool dance moves, but he's mostly dancing on his toes yeah. to use the, you know... But he's moves. doing a really good job sure. for just, you know... A lot of, t- a lot of the time just Joe actor is going to get some stunt double right. and we'll see them from afar with a bad wig. Yeah. But fucking Patrick Swayze was out there doing it. He but does not have a stunt. double. It's a weird thing where he, his dance involves, he takes off his belt and then just like uses it sort of like a whip. Yeah. And it's a routine. The crowd doesn't seem that to be that, that into it. It's no, just they like, it's, they're over and they're like, yay. Ace doing his weird whippy belt routine again. Yeah. Hooray. You do it every time. Ace. <laughs> and then Stan comes out and the, Scott Pio's been trying to talk to him, and I don't understand this at all, but they they were like, oh, you got to have a gimmick. Look, everybody's got a gimmick, and not everybody has a gimmick. Only Uncle, Uncle Sam and the Bandito for some mm, reason. Yeah, Ace but, is just fucking Ace. Yeah, but he's, like, giving him this, like, little, like, Lone Ranger-style mask thing, and he comes out, and at first I was like, oh, that's so, like, you know, you can clearly hide the stuntman, but no, it's this dude, it's this dude doing this stuff. He's also a professional dancer, so, okay. I mean... Yeah, but this dude comes out and obviously wins it, but... Because of dumb plot, they've they've blackmailed Flip Wilson into like not letting him win or something like that. I, they don't even explain no. why this happens. They so, someone shows him pictures. Ace shows him pictures of like you wouldn't want these to get out, and he was like, oh, "You're right. You're gonna win. The fix is in." Yeah. Mm-hmm. So whatever. Yep. So anyway, so yeah, it comes up and it's like, "Yay, you won." Now, side plot to that, um, <laughs> Horshack is basically taking Marsha Brady out. In his car, and because she's not his car. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> now, no, because they, this movie doesn't bother to give too many people too many character traits. Uh-huh. Marsha Brady walks in and is just like, I want to bang every guy in here. Yep. Basically, that's that's, <laughs> that's her character pretty trait. much what she says. That's her yeah. character trait. Like that whole section over there, I want it. <laughs> yeah. And then she sees Horshack and is like, who's that hairy guy? Like, him. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Never happened in a million years. Right. Mm-hmm. Any woman was like, oh, my God, that hairy monster. Who is he? <laughs> I must have him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, like, it's also, like, in every scene that she enters, she's putting her dress back on. It's always just like, well, I got to put my top back. It's like, what the fuck were you doing five seconds ago? Um, but Cocaine. Yeah, yeah, she was. Probably. There was cocaine but, being But, done. yeah, so, like, because Lamo Stano is, like, uh, is going to dance with his sister in the, in the, in the mixed skating thing, mm-hmm. they, of course, like, lure her away, yeah. you know, when, when it's about to happen. Yes. And, of course. Ensuring that Ace will win the couple's dance. Right. And because they eat the the tainted pizza, he eventually like he's like, I'm so sorry. I really, I'm just here because you can't dance with him now. Mm-hmm. She's, and like, she's like, okay, no. They, she yeah. doesn't rush back or anything. No, she just says, hey, it's good to 
Yeah. It takes a real brave man to be honest while high on whatever we just ate. I was going to say, it was the pizza that got them high. Mm-hmm. The pizza got I was going to say, I love that they might be jealous. <laughs> the pizza got me high. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yes. Does she so, ever come back? Like, is she in the end uh, of this? No. Yes. Yeah. Is she but she's the, not hanging on him. She's hanging on one of the other parts. Mm. Other people in Swayze's crew. Okay. Oh, okay. The West Side Wheelers. Okay. Mm. All right. Yes. Yeah, she's fine. hanging on a different one. Mm. <laughs> well. She has ditched Horshack. Mm. Sorry, Horshack. Yeah. yeah. Just being a third wheeler. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So, so yeah, she, she's not there. So yeah, of course, Allison, Ace's sister, has to dance out. And, and he's just like, I love that like in the one moment of clarity, like she is just like, they announce her and he... <laughs> As you said, they should have had a counter for like how many times they show they cut to a reaction shot of Patrick Swayze like leaning forward in his little like net, you know, snack bar nest that he's created. Oh, yeah. Just looking like, what? You know, he's good? God yeah. damn it. But they just keep cutting yeah, to him he like he keeps leaning forward oh. dramatically, angrily. Uh, but yeah, like when they I call Allison that, you know, oh, oh can't find Stan and whatever Marsha's name is in the movie. Susan? Yeah. Sure. Susan. Yeah. Yeah. Like can't find her, I guess, you know, disqualified. It's it's bold choice, Cotton. Yep. Um, but yeah, so like she skates down and he's like, what? what? How dare she? And then like in a moment of clarity, he goes, well, they haven't practiced together. So yeah. this isn't going to be very good. Yeah. But of course, no, nope. of, of course, it's movie. And they're like, they're just immediately in sync, like yeah. doing do crazy this and things. I'll do that. And they, they do like, it's as if they were learning to bike dance. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's like they they even do like the kid and play dance with with roller skates at mm-hmm. one point in time and perfectly synchronize it. Like they're drifting apart and then like lock ankles and pull each other back together. And it's just like that's a pretty common move if yeah. you're into the roller disco. Is it? That's yeah. very basic. Yeah, yeah. you learned that. On you the never first did that. Day. Yeah, Chuck and I know that day one. We do that all the time. Yeah, it's old hat. Okay, we'll show you next time we go roller discoing. <laughs> all right, I'll yeah. take you up on that. Yeah. Good. <laughs> Chuck's well, such a great dance partner. Yeah. he's so graceful. Yeah. Yeah. Is he giving? Is he a uh, giving he, fella? Well, later. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I gave him the moped we want. Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, that's nice of you. That's how I get here every week mm. is on the moped that our love won. It's true. Anyway. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, so they dance. Yeah. And they win. Yes, they do. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yes. Because and that's very... where she gets her one line. Yeah. Well, because, all right. So, because something to do with the, the blackmail photos that. They, it has something to do with the Geraldine version of Flip Wilson. Okay. Because, like, when she shows up, <laughs> I don't know, it's some dumb thing. I, and it's weird that, like, he's blackmailing the sun, which means, like, did the sun see whatever these incriminating photos are? Which, that's just weird. And yeah. He's probably like, I, I'm so traumatized. You do whatever the fuck you want. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but anyway, last second, they're like, it's cool. She doesn't care about it. So judge it fairly. Yeah. yeah that's, the fix that's, is off. Yeah. It's a- oh, so the photos must have been of. Billy Barty, Billy Barty banging a broad, banging some other broad. <laughs> sure. And maybe. then when Geraldine finally shows up, they eventually get to the point where they're like, they both know what's up. They've yeah. both been fucking other people, and they're like, uh, I guess we're kind of cool with that. Yeah. So therefore, it's an open relationship, and then the contest can go on contest, as planned. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, they, you know, they're like, hooray, we win, and, and Ace is kind of like, yeah, well. We both are winners. Yeah, we so, both have a trophy. So, so we gotta, we gotta, you know, determine this out on the streets. Yeah, we're gonna skate down to the pier, we're race the pier, and race the pier means whoa, like it's literally <laughs> becomes a drag race where like this pier is just 
for some reason this pier is a two lane highway yeah. that mm-hmm. ends in in pier. Yeah, downhill. Yeah, downhill <laughs> yeah. two way. Understand? Like it is. It painted. ends where we all end in death. <laughs> in death. <laughs> well, I'm just saying it is a painted two lane hay- two lane highway yeah. two lane highway. It's a highway to hell. Yeah, that just yeah. goes to a fence into the ocean yeah. yes. off of a cliff. Yes. Yeah. But they have been equipped with rocket skates. Uh huh. I mean, not rocket skates. They're motorized motor skates. skates. Yeah. Mm. I don't know why they've the, got a little weed eater engine on them or something. But like this pier starts going downhill. You don't need it. But danger. So there's just this shot of 45 seconds of them just squatting as the the, the motor skates are taking them to their death. It looks uh-huh. real dumb. Yeah, yeah, but, but they, 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 the dude who wants to kill Scott Bayo is just like I sabotaged him real good, boss. Yeah, I cut the brakes. Yeah, when he squeezes the brakes, he'll woo splat. Boy, and apparently, boy, boy. he accidentally, <laughs> accidentally did it to both sets of skates because neither of them stopped. Nope, they, they don't. both just launched through this fence and into the ocean. Yes, which I was just like, yeah, wild card, bitches. <laughs> I cut both the brake lines. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but <laughs> I'm but, gonna kill somebody tonight. But, yeah, as you can imagine, when you have roller skates that have a motor on. They don't swim very well, no, and Patrick Swayze doesn't swim really much at all. No. So, um, dude, yeah. stand. I'm assuming that Patrick Swayze did not hold well. Not Patrick Swayze. Patrick Swayze's Ace. character Ace mm-hmm. did not know how to swim, perhaps. Which seems with, like a a big oversight in California. Hey, with well, they came from like Canada, that. and all they did was skate. Yeah. Well, no, that was our backstory. We, yeah, I know. I, okay, yeah, that's the that's headcanon now. Uh, mm. All right, <laughs> D- dude rescues him uh-huh. and drags him up to the beach. And it's just like, we're friends now. And my God, Swayze is overacting so much of just like, I almost died. You saved me. We are friends now. And the guy's yeah, like, well, yeah, we he are. Says, <laughs> he says, like, I tried to kill you. I tried to sabotage your routine. I did all the worst things a man can do to another man. And you still and saved still- me. And he says, yeah. he's like, don't tell the other guys about this. He goes, I won't tell anyone. I swear. Yeah, he's and he's gonna... like, why are you so nice to me? He's like, because I'm the hero. Yep. Oh, he does say, like, you have to leave Allison alone. He's like, oh, yeah, I will. Oh, yeah, totally. totally. Yep. Yeah, you can totally bone my sister. Yep. Just right now. I mean, <laughs> my guys are boning your sister, so it seems like fair trade. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so they just cut mm-hmm. back inside and they are totally friends. And oh, everyone's yeah. just like, sweet, Skate Town USA has made friends. Mm hmm. And it's just, let's skate through Skate Town USA as the credits roll. Yep. That's it. I, You know, I mean, as I said when the credits were rolling, how did this movie not end with a pie fight? Because it's that kind of fucking movie where it's just mm-hmm. like, how do we end this? I don't know. Throw pies at each other. But no, I guess you couldn't get pies on the on the skate floor. So No. Nope. Mm-hmm. All they had to throw were pizzas. Mm-hmm. Pizza yeah. pies. Yeah, but that incoherent bit of rambling that we just did is... Sort of the plot of this movie? It's more cohesive than the actual plot. Mm -hmm. Like, what we did was a rather straightforward explanation as to what happens in Skate Town, USA. The movie doesn't do that. (laughs) Movie's all over the goddamn place. Yep. Oh, man. Yeah. So, does this get a Stargrove? The opening song is Skate Town, USA. (laughs) I don't remember the lyrics to Skate Town, USA, but... Skate Town USA was written for Skate Town USA. Mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah. I I think it's yeah. There were some lyrics about having a good time, and <laughs> <laughs> never heard oh, those in a song before. Boy, skating. <laughs> that songwriter was really reaching. <laughs> They're like, "What can I do that's different that no one else we has tried before?" Look up the lyrics to Skate Town I'm USA. Oh, I'm sure they're on Discogs or whatever. <laughs> Genius lyrics. Oh, sorry. 
Yeah. Did you find it? No. Okay. <laughs> no, I have not. All right, then. We all let me know. I think maybe someone's trying in the comments. I, I don't know. <laughs> it does no, seem like they're no. posting four lines for every comment. Uh, uh, I can't find the lyrics. Mm. Hmm. Oh, oh, well. well. It's, mm-hmm. a, it's a Stargrove. Deal with it. Yeah, I, I think it is. Yeah. Okay. Viewers, write in and tell us if it's not a Stargrove so that Nobody's we can seen ignore it. you. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, first. Well, buy the Blu-ray. By the, time this, by the time this publishes on Friday, mm-hmm. perhaps some other people will have seen it. Yeah. yeah. Like, Bill has always seen the movie before we do. Of course, Bill. Bill plays the, the watch-along game. He does. He plays yeah. the home game. <laughs> All right. Actual ratings. Oh. Um... I'll go. All right. All right. I was about to, but go ahead. Oh, no, no. Go ahead. Three jocks. Okay. It's fun. It, yep. It's it's no Xanadu. Let's just get that out of the way. What is a Xanadu? Nothing. Uh, yeah. Drugs. Drugs are the only true Xanadu. But mm-hmm. this is pretty good. Like, the 70s humor has not aged well at all. Like, the slapsticky bullshit and just, like, all that is just practically intolerable. But man, just like existing in this world for a little while is so much fun and it's so enjoyable. And Swayze is so good in this. Like, I love him so much. And I'm just shocked. No, I shouldn't be shocked, but it's like, man, this guy's roller skating his ass off out there. <laughs> yeah. And both routines, like, they are long takes. It's yes. not like the first one they cut more, but that second one, they, they stay on them for a very long take through that. Mm-hmm. It's like, all right, you're kind of awesome. And yeah, it's just a lot of fun. And goddamn, the soundtrack's good. It's all fucking disco bangers. And I hate the world for moving on from disco and being angry at it when yeah. they moved on and moving on from roller skating and being angry at it when they moved on. There was room. What for, the fuck's wrong with our world? There was room for both. Yeah. Why not? You can have your discos and you can have your rock and roll. What was it about disco that pissed everyone off so much? It was the olds being mad at the kids. Was it? Yep. I could swear yeah, but it, I saw it some also, sort of... like it. People were burning their disco records. You know, oh, it's sure. like well, there was that burnt like yeah. destroy your disco records night at the that baseball it, game. Yeah, it was just blew it up. somebody declared that that fad was over and it had to be killed dead. Yeah, and it it was a fad that a lot of people liked and therefore it had to be destroyed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I just i I hate that that shit will never come back. Because now the world will die a slow death. That was actually pretty fast. And we won't have time for it to come back around yeah. and be awesome again with new disco music. God right. damn it. it well, sucks. let's just do drugs and listen to the disco music that was there. There's a lot of it. Yeah. When they finally say, we got 10 good years left, I'm going to be high for 10 fucking straight years until my body gives out. Amen. Because yeah. what else am I going to do? Nothing. I was planning to do it when I hit 70. Like, try all the drugs that I never... Tried because I didn't want to inject things into my body or do a bunch of cocaine. Uh, but no, I'm just, when I hit 70, the plan was do all the drugs. Yeah. yeah. Might be sooner. It mm. probably will be. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, so three But drugs. anyway, <laughs> yes. Now that we've talked about the eventual heat death of the earth. Uh-huh. <laughs> three jocks. Okay, great. Soundtrack's great. <clears throat> it is, yeah. I am in 100% agreement with Mr. Mackey. Mr. Mackey. Mr. Yep. Mackey. It sounds like um, me. <laughs> Mr. Mackey. Um, <laughs> I like doing impressions of impressions. Uh, the 
the drunk bits. I didn't get to talk, I don't think, about my favorite bit, but the drunk. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it was Murray Langston, who is the unknown comic. He is. This is him without I, the bag on his I head. I fucking love it. Like, I love his... I love the jokes that he's doing. I love the little bits. Like, he... He's talking to this guy. He's like, hey, do I remember you from Pittsburgh? And he says a couple lines, and he's like... Well, the guy's like, no. He's like, no, I don't think so. Yeah. And, and then I think he says, have you ever been to Pittsburgh? No. And the guy goes, no. And he goes, and he goes Have I haven't either. It must be two other guys. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and and so then boom, right into the next line <laughs> right of dialogue. Into the next line of dialogue. Just, just, and he does that with all his fucking punchlines. Yeah. Just moves directly on to the next thing. And it had me in fucking stitches. Um, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what it is about that kind of humor, but it just fucking stuck me every time. I really liked those bits. Um, also, I love the fact that this movie is like doing drugs without having to do drugs. Um, yeah. In My a eyes way, were watering. Is, <laughs> in a way, it is very much like Xanadu, especially like the... I'm not comparing the intro of this to the intro of Xanadu, but the intro is especially like... That's our first experience with all the lights in um, in Skate Town, USA, and, it's, and it is all the fucking lights there are hundreds of thousands of lights and six disco balls hanging from the ceiling and the disco a pinball arcade and a snack bar and a tunnel and ramps and the disco wizard shooting laser beams with his fingers to turn all of this on the disco wizard i don't know if we actually described the disco wizard but he has a huge white fro uh-huh. that is glittered all to fuck. It is just the sparkliest white fro you have ever seen. And then he's got a very stately white <laughs> glittery mustache. It's like a it's a very it's the Ron Swanson of disco mustaches. Like it's a nice perfect yes. you know, cookie duster with <laughs> But it's pure white and it's sparkly as shit. And I don't even know what his outfit is is because I couldn't get past any of the rest of like I couldn't get past the fro and the mustache. His but, his outfit is basically disco stew. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, I mean the whole persona is basically disco stew except he has the white afro instead of right. whatever disco stew is. But red, kids, that's red. a Simpsons reference, <laughs> <laughs> right? Um, From twenty years ago. Yeah, what's a Simpsons? I don't know. It's a show on Disney Plus. Oh, okay. <laughs> But it's a marvelous drug-fueled romp through a niche, you know, a very small time frame of American obsession with one or two things. Like, <laughs> and I, I really, really like that sort of thing. Like, like all the van movies we did in in January, and all the other like weird roller disco movies we've done. I feel I feel like every fad should get a movie. Yeah, I yeah, feel like our fads absolutely. our fads come and go too fast. Like silly bands need a movie next. Yeah, we we never got fidget spinner. Fidget the spinner movie. the movie. Oh my god! <laughs> I bet we got fidget spinner. There's movie, probably the a kid who goes to the fidget spinner championships or something. It's got a dove on the logo on the front of it, <laughs> and there's a talking dog oh, <laughs> and, and a power glove probably. <laughs> yeah, I just feel like we we go through uh, fads too quickly now. Yeah. Uh, fidget spinners, the first movie, home video, 2017. Wow, okay. That's, well, maybe we should watch that. 
I want to see some some we dope can do coordinated February. <laughs> okay. Fad December. <laughs> no. no. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, I'll go. Uh, Farch. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I'm so sorry, Chuck. Dismember. <laughs> Member. Dis- yeah. I want to do farch. <laughs> Fart movies. Um, (laughs) So I got to tell you, I was sitting at a five for the longest time. I thought this was the most glorious thing my eyes had ever seen. Uh, It does get to that point where I was just like, oh, no, it's not. (laughs) This movie broke. It just someone cracked it open and awful innards came out of this instead of some sort of delicious gooey center. So I'm going to give it four. Because it's still really fun and really great and an amazing time capsule for a whole bunch of things that will never exist again in any way, shape, or form. Mm. It is it is it is like watching an alien transmission. It is just like what on earth? What was happening? That's so awesome, and why is it not happening now? And how did we fuck up this planet so bad? Yep. So it, it's it's a bummer when you think about it that way, but just enjoy it for the like ninety nine minutes that it plays out and it's colorful and amazing, and Scott Bayo only has six lines and has nothing to do with anything. So, and Patrick Swayze is the star, and he's awesome. So, <laughs> four chocks. Well, you shouldn't let me go last because I'm about to bring the party down. God damn it! Sorry. If you get a bag, I'm punching you. No, I'm. I. <laughs> I agree. I was never at a five, but I was. I was enjoying it a lot more in the first half, and then it just. It wears out its welcome is all I can say. Mm-hmm. And I think I, I think I started to mention this earlier. What breaks the the flow of this movie? It's not like we know you obviously really hate the unknown comic, but that is actually that, that is a decent demarcation point of this movie, because prior to that, the doctor guy had had minimal stuff and his yeah. his stick is is just bad. Mm-hmm. And the other thing was, is like as we were watching all of the various choreographed dance troops we were cutting away to stuff when it starts the dance competition it is watch their entire routine yes like start to finish other than maybe mm-hmm. a reaction shot or two and that is just like uh yeah. especially like the the failure guys it's like just get them off the stage well know? and it's because we've seen three or four dance troops already do their their stuff and it's like okay yeah that's cool and they honestly kind of went downhill like i think they yeah. brought out they brought out the best ones first yes and yeah. then it was just like by the time you got to like the well, cotton, I mean, like, cotton candy hair people it was like <laughs> yeah like the way swayze's gang comes in yeah is yeah. kind of the best one yeah. yeah like let them dance right yeah. let them dance yeah i don't know it's just this movie starts off really strong and it just gets it's it doesn't end like in a complete wet fart but it's like like I like I, I kind of like when the plot kicks back in and I like the like kidnapping Marsha Brady thing that whole aspect I think is kind of funny and the the fact that they're just high in this Cadillac or whatever not really caring I don't know it's just there's a lot of dumb in this movie but I I think I just I got to land on like two jocks at the end of the day okay like it just it starts super strong and then it's just like it doesn't stick the landing like at all I do agree with you yeah it it goes downhill and like I said I just I I don't know because it's it's such a weird thing because the the goofy like part Cheech and Chong part Catskills part like you know Marx Brothers humor from these movies is is very strange and part of the time capsule nature. I just wish I wish at the same time somehow you could have a movie that was actually funny written by actually funny people 
that just happens to be about a fad. Mm-hmm. But I mean, like, think about all of these things we like, you know, joysticks and pinball summer and all these things are just like, oh, these are not funny. Like, I'm super into the fad stuff. Like, the only one we really liked was Van Nuys because like, Van Van Nuys. Nuys. like, like that actually plays out and is fun. Like the plot of the movie. That's why we like that one so much, because yeah. like, the plot of the movie was actually interesting. And there's sweet vans. Yeah. Every all the other ones were like. Here's a thing. The plot was good, and there were sweet bands. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, like yes. I say, like the Banff cast story. I just, I wish there was like one of these roller disco movies that was like more enjoyable as the movie yeah. to properly capture the mm-hmm. the the thing, and and you didn't just have to like, well, I really, 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 really want this fad to be a reality, and I know it never will be, so I will suffer this this bullshit like slapstick dumb humor thing like yeah it's you it, want like a robert altman film but for like pogs no more fun than that <laughs> yes okay. i mean yeah all right so like a paul thomas anderson sure okay like well before he's, paul thomas before he got garbage garbage ass. Yeah, before he, yeah. <laughs> yes thank you that's what i want yeah yeah pretty much yes i would like to see paul thomas anderson's garbage pale kids the movie redo man um <laughs> but, but you do you see what i'm saying like i like it just sucks that like I think we're so enamored with the fad that we're like we're we're just discounting the fact that like eighty percent of this movie is completely mistargeted humor. Oh, like it, it's absolutely. It is such a weird like I don't understand this time period in humor where it's like we weren't letting the old ways die. Where it's this like cat skills like ha that was funny <laughs> stuff mixed with like the Cheech and Chong like drug humor mixed with like you know stuff with ladies you know it's just like what the fuck like i mean like i i just i swear it's like show show kids that shit and be like this is why drugs are bad kids like yeah you will think this is funny <laughs> well you know it's it's like when we watched um ernest goes to jail uh-huh and he does like a five minute impressions riff where he's just doing the oldest impressions of all time right and you're like 1990 kids aren't gonna have any fucking idea what you're doing right he's like oh that's james cagney it's like fucking who you know i mean (laughs) yeah i know it's always this like weird misplaced humor thing just rubs me so the wrong way especially when it's like i said when it's this this mashup just i don't know like like it's like you're targeting grandparents who aren't coming to this movie yeah. Maybe some parents took their kids to it, but probably not enough to be like, oh, yeah, Catskills humor. Yeah, the only thing I can think is like, it's it's like if you were to have like the, the, the Harvard Honor Rolls id go wild. That's basically <laughs> what it is. It's like, you've got to be this weird elitist, like, we remember old shit and all this, but also like, bleh, 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 bleh. Yeah. yeah, boobs. <laughs> yeah, like what? <laughs> Bongs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Take my bong, please. <laughs> Violin. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway, like, yeah. like I said, that that kind of like I just wish we there was one of these movies for roller disco stuff. Xanadu is probably the closest because like they really tried to make a movie. Yeah, you know, like they did make. Well, a movie. you know what I'm saying. Like I mean, <laughs> a it, real movie. It wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't just this like slice of they life. They got thing. Fred Astaire. God damn it. Well, no, Gene yeah, Kelly Gene or Kelly. Gene, Gene Kelly. Oh. Either one. Yes. <laughs> Same guy. Hmm. Wow. Dancing, dancing old man. Y- y- yep. Uh huh. I was high, all right? All right. I don't remember that movie at all. But I'm saying, like, that's probably I the just closest. I know it was awesome. Because, like, they were actually trying to make a real movie. All right. these others are, like, this is kind of like the monkey hustle of roller disco. It's, where just, it's just, like, put, put the fat on screen, and the also kids have, will eat it up. Have a bunch of people show up and do a random thing. Yeah. And, like, no one's, like, trying to make it cohesive. They're just right. like, come in, do your thing. All right, thanks, Ruth, Ruth Buzzy. 
Yes, thanks for <laughs> a phrase that's never been said. <laughs> thanks, Ruth Buzzy. <laughs> what am I, Ruth Buzzy? <laughs> Hearts and farts and crafts. <laughs> anyway, that's all I got to say. Farch. Great. <laughs> yeah. Yes. All right. Well, let's take a break, shall we? Okay. Me all tipper. right. All right, welcome back. Hey, second half. We lost a Mackie along the way in that break, but we have gained a half. <laughs> yeah, the, the real thing was the friends we made along the way. The real yep. half was yeah. the friends we made. Um, what what kind of how newness of a movie did you? Newness. Yeah, <laughs> newness. Twenty eleven. Oh, okay. So I should go first. Okay. What you're saying. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Okay. So I watched the movie yesterday. Right, but what was it? Uh, the movie that I watched the day before today. Actually, I watched it several days ago, so I didn't even really watch it yesterday. So you watched the day after tomorrow? No, nope, I watched yesterday, <laughs> the movie by Danny Boyle. Oh, okay. All my troubles seem so far away. That's the one. That's the yesterday. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. I'm trying to think about how to talk about this movie. So there were several things. I mean, there was a couple things I did not know going into this movie. I knew it was a Danny Boyle movie. I knew it was some. I knew the basic description of what if it's a world that the Beatles never existed and one guy knows of the Beatles and nobody else does. Mm -hmm. And I was like, all right, so that's your plot. What I didn't know was that it is a, a movie written by Richard Curtis, aka Love Actually, and all of that kind of stuff. Oh, so. As soon as the movie started, I was like, holy shit, like, this is like a, minus an Edgar Wright, this is like becoming a British dream team for me. Like, this movie now suddenly has a whole other hurdle it needs to clear. Mm -hmm. um, it doesn't, it doesn't clear any of the hurdles. It just kind of, it just like, it just whizzes right over them to get to the finish line. Hmm. Uh, just very un ungracefully. Like, it's not a bad movie, it is just so freaking run-of-the-mill hmm. um and i don't know what else i can say about it in case you do plan to watch it one day like the other thing i don't think this is spoilery but this is a thing i didn't know i think some people knew going in the beatles aren't the only thing that have disappeared in this alternate timeline there are just random other things that don't exist here so what becomes what should be a one trick joke that he quickly realizes okay don't quote the Beatles, mention anything about the Beatles because if people look at you like, huh? But then it's just like other major things have gone away. And there's not they're not all directly related. It's like it's not like some you know, butterfly effect thing like if the Beatles didn't exist then blah 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 blah. So there's no oasis. <laughs> Actually that's one of the jokes. Oh all <laughs> there, right. There is no oasis. Okay, great. But sorry. See, that's one of the easiest ones to come up with. <laughs> okay, yeah. But I mean that's that's right right there on the surface. I mean that's me. Yeah. Um but I'm no there are like things that existed long before the Beatles mm -hmm. that also just don't exist in this timeline. Okay. Uh yeah. I don't know. How Does much... it get resolved? Well, I was going to say, how much more do you want to know about it? Because it is kind of one of those movies, like, I did not know where this was going to go. Like, I 
All, all I want to know is that do the Beatles eventually exist again? Do you really want to know? No. I guess Okay. <laughs> I mean... That seems to be a plot point of the movie that you shouldn't discuss. Fair enough. Yeah. Do, is it like to win over the girl of his dreams? He has to will the Beatles back into existence. No. Okay, good. Again, that's on the surface. That's the best I yeah. can come up with. So yeah, no, I mean it's just it's I'm glad it's better than that. It, it's almost completely by the book. It it tries at the very end, and I'm not going to be spoilery. It tries to have a love actually style like crescendo ending where it's like this is building and you're happy and all this, but it's just it's unearned. Oh. Like it it just doesn't work. Hmm. Like it's it's happy for a moment, and then you're like, but wait, what? <laughs> like there's so much other dumb shit that just happened. Happy for a moment, then you're what? Yeah, I, I just, I, I, like I said, I just, I didn't dislike it. I'm just, I'm very disappointed based on who's involved in making it. Gotcha. Um, yeah, that's about all I can really say about it. Okay. Um, and that got me thinking because I'll go ahead and I'll go ahead and knock out my other movie because it, it's it's tangential. Uh huh. Um, I was starting to think like. Ed, like if I'm talking about current British filmmakers, Edgar Wright, I think is easily my favorite because it's a hundred percent consistently good. Mm-hmm. I like everything he's done. And then some, you know, love most of it. Danny Boyle, I highly respect because he very rarely ever attempts to make the same movie twice. Right. And I think that's, what's interesting about him. Um, I'm not saying like, I, I, I adore all of his movies. I just really like the fact that like he goes for it, like, mm-hmm. and just does, different totally different genre bending kind of movies yeah um this one is one i hope he never returns to (laughs) like i mean it's just this was so like you could have had any literally anyone direct this and Mm -hmm. because there's not any particularly amazing style or anything happening it's just it's such a it's like a high concept rom-com for for yesterday that it got me like i was like all right well let me. I, I I started wanting to like go back and revisit Danny Boyle movies that I hadn't seen in a while, and one that I saw, well, it's one of his first ones. I had not seen Shallow Grave in a okay. really really long time, mm-hmm. and I was like, well, if there's a place to start, it's pretty much around there. Yes, uh, his first major movie. Correct. Um, Shallow Grave is really good, and I've said this before, so it's, it shouldn't be a shock. Shallow Grave is like a just an amazingly well thought out movie for like it's it's one of those movies it's weird because you kind of hate all three lead people mm-hmm. like very much hate them um and but yet the movie's still entertaining and you still kind of end up rooting for them in a weird sort of way it's just it's one of those i mean it's very clearly supposed to be a hitchcock style movie that it's very very much in that hitchcock you know famously did not care for actors you know they were the cattle you know just the necessary evils of like the the art of filmmaking right and i feel like there's a certain sense in shallow grave where it's just like their motivations and character bits aren't all that interesting it's it's 100 percent about the setup that they're going to put themselves into mm-hmm. and the filmmaking is is great for a for a first time low budget movie that like it is um I don't want to oversell it because it is kind of a strange movie. If you've never seen it when it was relevant at the time, right. it's going to be a weird one to go back to. Um, but yeah, like I, I, I just, I kind of went back to that and I realized there were, I think two other Danny Boyle movies that I never saw along the way. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to correct that. I just haven't had time. Um, I never saw his movie called millions. I was going to say is millions. One of them. Yeah, because... Millions is like that kid's movie he made. Yeah. And then the other one is trance. 
Hmm. Um, mm-hmm. When I looked at the plot of that, I was like, wow, shit, I should have seen this because this seems interesting. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, because it's like something about a, 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 it's like a heist movie and they hire like a, a hypnotherapist or something like yeah. that. And I'm like, all right. Yeah. Why <laughs> Why have I not seen this movie? Yeah. <laughs> Sounds all right. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, oh, and the three, three movies I had not seen. I had not seen Millions. I had not seen Trance and I never saw Trainspotting 2. Hmm. Um, to be fair, no one did. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, like I—that's the thing—is like I've seen Train Spotting several times, but it's been a long time. So when I was about to hit play, what led me to Shallow Grave is I was about to hit play on Train Spotting Two, and then I was like, no, I really should watch Train Spotting the first again mm-hmm. because it's been so long that I need to get a more direct comparison. Mm-hmm. Um, so I—that's why I was like, that's going to be another week where I have to watch both of those. I do really like the backstory of why he made Train Spotting too, because it's it's very out of character. But yeah, it was basically him and Ewan McGregor like burying some weird hatchet that they didn't even realize they had. <laughs> basically, yeah, it's like they were just like mad at each other, and then like one day realized like why they, why yeah <laughs> they literally had no reason for being at odds. Makes sense. Yeah, but yeah, like I I I love the early movies of Danny Boyle. Like I I feel like he maybe sort of floated into safe. You know, like making making a lot of safer movies. Mm-hmm. I mean, I still feel like every once in a while, like I know we've talked about it plenty, but results mixed as they are on Sunshine, I love. I I absolutely adore three quarters of that movie. Yep. I don't mind the last quarter. I know I can understand why a lot of people hate it, but at least it's it's still a genre piece that he hadn't done in a while. But you know, like the Steve Jobs movie, 127 Hours. These are all like they're interesting, but they're not like wow, that's a that's amazing. Like right. you know. I mean, Steve Jobs is a Aaron Sorkin movie. Right. Even though he didn't direct it or anything. It's right. just like you're there for dialogue. Yep. And the three events are not in any way lending to amazing filmmaking. Right. Because they're just, we're either backstage or on stage. Yeah. But so. like I said, I, I just, I, I appreciate him for just doing something different every time. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, and I mean, that's the thing is like most of the time, that's, that's the thing about yesterday is like, I feel like most of the time when he's making a somewhat crowd-pleasing movie i guess would be the way to say it like that's just yesterday just feels like just pandering mm-hmm. sort of um that there's usually a little bit more style to it like i, I mean because like some dog millionaire i mean obviously he's trying to ape some bollywood stuff elements into that but it's i feel like there's there's style throughout it before the musical number at the end you know right um that this was just like yep this is exactly what you think and all that Hey, we got got to see more of Lily James. She's she's adorable. But I agree. I yeah, was watching that and was just like, man, I could be watching Baby Driver instead. <laughs> it's, just, <laughs> it's a better made movie. Oh yeah, that's it. Okay. Yesterday. Yeah. Watch it if you want to. <laughs> Box quote. Yeah. Depends depends on your ter- tolerance for um Beatles. Uh, well, that 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 probably plays a uh, Kate McKinnon and um hmm. whether what what your feelings on Ed Sheeran are. Hmm. He has a nice singing voice. Well, he plays a significant part in this movie as himself. I do know that oh. when he showed up on Game of Thrones, right off. people wanted to murder their televisions. <laughs> sure, that's what I'm saying. I mean, I'm I'm just saying that there there are things I'm warning you because people have opinions about Kate McKinnon. And people have opinions about Ed Sheeran. And all right, Kate McKinnon is hilarious. She can be. She is she not is, in this movie. Is she supposed to be? She's not in it. She, <laughs> Why she, were you telling us about it if <laughs> she's not in it? She's not funny in this movie. 
Oh, she is on in the purpose. Movie. Uh, she is doing a. That's the thing. This all right. I'm not trying to pigeonhole, but like, it's a problem with a lot of SNL alums. Is I feel like when they come out of SNL and they're trying to do not SNL things, they there's certain people that can't not do what feels like an SNL character mm-hmm. for like the whole movie, and it's like the reason why SNL characters work is because they're like in three minute sketches. Yeah, and she's just doing this. She's like a record producer, and so she's just doing this like. She's doing a bit. She's well. She's doing a bit, and I was gonna, I was going to say. Um, this is cross pollination, but like if you've played a Borderlands, you know mm-hmm. the, the the aloof like uh, uh, probably Spectrum based Tannis character who's just like I am super smart and I am above like human emotions and all this stuff and piddly you know blah, blah, blah. she's just doing that for the whole movie where okay. it's just like just being very honest like we're gonna make lots of money and we're gonna take about eighty percent of it ha ha how's that sound great let's go you know it's just like okay. and it's just this like all right that was mildly funny for half a second now stop gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, I watched a movie. Oh, okay. Please do tell. Uh, I watched 2011's Limitless. Limitless. Is that Is the that one the where Bradley you... Cooper one? Mm-hmm. Okay. You take a pill and you can use 100% of your brain, yep. even though the entire premise of that movie is not backed up by science? Yes. Okay. It's that. It's that movie. Uh, it's a good movie. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. It's good. How's it compared to the Lucy? <laughs> I admit, when it started, I was like, did I see this or did I see Lucy? Which one did I see? Did, I have like, you seen Lucy? I did. I saw Lucy. Okay. Um, he doesn't get like... God powers? He doesn't get dimension shifting bullshit at the mm, end of this okay. or anything like that. Uh, it's basically meth. It's just meth that makes you smart. And then... <laughs> method, so you can do math? Yes. Math, math. Math, math. <laughs> uh, the meth checks out. Yeah. <laughs> It makes a strong case for this drug for the first third of the movie. Mm. Like, it's like, I need this. I would I would take this because like in the first like third of the movie, it just basically lets you clean your house and focus on creative projects. And, oh, oh, so, so it's, it's Adderall. Is, yeah, it's Adderall. Yeah, sure. But it's just whatever it is that you want to do. That, Which is meth. Yeah. It, it, whatever Speed. it is that you want to do that that your your shyness or your weird quirks are preventing you from doing it just pushes those out of the way and you can get shit done oh that's alcohol <laughs> <laughs> all right so it's alcohol and adderall i would take both of them if i could just know that i would organize all my shit and write everything that i need to write i would be great but then of course it comes with a staggering <laughs> problem afterwards uh that turns you into uh you know meth addicts basically hmm. um so along the way it is fun it is the direction is a little up its own ass. Hmm. Okay. There, there are some stylistic choices that are just like, okay, guy, knock this off. Like, stop doing this. But I, I, it, it, they're necessary. Like, they're trying to do something with the style of the direction to showcase something that is happening that is hard to convey otherwise. But there are just some occasions where you're just like, okay, guy, knock it off. I, I get it. You think you're, you think you're great at this. Just chill out Hmm. um but you know it's very much i you know how mackie likes to say grandparents movies kind of it's one of those movies that you know you would go visit your mom and she might have this movie on dvd oh and just like you want to watch a movie i have one you know and it happens (laughs) to be limitless one (laughs) so uh this is yeah i I was like didn't they make a 
short-lived TV show they based did. on this? Yes, and Bradley Cooper was actually in it, playing the same character, but they were giving the drug to a different guy. Uh, uh, so it's actually like a, a TV sequel to the movie. Okay. So it only lasted one season, so I'm mm. assuming it sucked. So it had a limit. Yeah. It, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but that movie's good. If you've never seen Limitless, check it out. It's I believe it is on Netflix right now. So Yeah, I, I did backwards. I saw Lucy. I've not seen Limitless. You should see Limitless. I'll, I'll watch some it's Limitless. Fun. It's fun. It's a fun... Like, here's a dumb premise... It's going to be fun because you're, the characters are doing what you would want them to do with the dumb thing. And then, oh, no, it all went horribly wrong. I kind of like I when you were talking about being up its own ass, uh, when I looked at the director's other movies mm-hmm. and one of them was The Illusionist, Ooh. I was like, oh, that makes sense. <laughs> be up your own, own assness because that yeah. movie is so up its own ass. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> yes. Especially when like, you know, there was another better version of that made. Right, uh, the other one. Yeah, uh, the Conjuring. No, I don't. It's not that. The, it's the, um, <laughs> the magician. The the, the uh, electrical the movie. The, the, yeah. The, um, God damn it, the Christopher Nolan one. Right. Uh, <laughs> what the fuck's the name of that movie? No, but it's the other one. I know yeah, exactly what one. you're yeah, talking it's about. The other one. It's the better one. Yeah. I which I which is the one Bowie's in? That one. The, okay. The Christopher Nolan one. Okay. The good one. Yeah. <laughs> The one that we can't uh, remember the name of right now. Don't look it up. That's going to take all the fun out of it. <laughs> I can't help it. All right, fine. I have to know what it is. It's uh, not the magician. S- surprise! <laughs> surprise! <laughs> yeah. The prestige. Ta-da! <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, it's when you finish Call of Duty and start over again. Yep, you get a, that you get a movie star. Christopher Nolan made. <laughs> you get a memento, and then you get to start all over again. Yep. I always in my brain, I'm like, one of these is good, and one of them isn't. But the prestige of, is good. Okay. The illusionist is way up its own ass. Okay, but like both have th- moments. They both have like sure. Okay, wow. Okay, that's cool. But yeah, I I feel like both end in magic tricks that take place like under a stage. <laughs> like oh, I'm here. Ta-da. Yeah. Yes. Tada! The movie. <laughs> <laughs> now you don't, motherfuckers. No, they're never gonna call it that. Sorry. What a shame. Just gonna have to let that go. I'm not gonna let it go. You have to let it go. I'm not. Okay. You have to make now you don't. Okay. No, it's too late now. It's, it's, two's already happened. Well, you could just like, now you see it. You, now you see it. Yeah, I'll call, I'll call now you don't, and then yeah. I'll just be like, I don't care how much money this makes. We're making now you don't too. <laughs> <laughs> you can make now you three it. Yeah. And then. <laughs> now and you then don't. now you don't. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now you three it. <laughs> Fuck right. off. Fine, I'm back in. <laughs> As long as I can make the four, like the Y and the U, like the I don't four, care what you do after that. As long as you make it now, make now you three it. Yeah, yeah. I'm now okay. four you. Well, you can make now you three it. Now you don't, and then forget about it. <laughs> yeah, just start your own thing. Yeah, but about the same exact thing. <laughs> start your own thing, but just call remake it now the you first ones. Yeah. Uh, now you three, it's definitely gonna have ice, ice tea in it. It's like, yeah, now, now you three, now it. you three, it. motherfucker. Blah, blah. Now you don't. <laughs> God damn it! I die, motherfucker. Kiss your ass goodbye. It's a magic trick. Ta-da. Time to make you disappear. <laughs> yeah, you really? didn't. You didn't know Ice T was gonna make an appearance in the second half. We gotta be careful. He'll kill us on Twitter. See really? you later. Yeah. How's for doing that? our ice tea impressions, he slays fools on Twitter. Oh, good. Yeah, but <laughs> we're doing it lovingly because we love ice tea and Absolutely. we love the way he speaks. I know. I'm just saying because because his 
his speech speaks to us. Mm-hmm. It does. <sighs> we also never mind. What? Fair no, no. All right, you're right. No, I was going to go somewhere, and I decided not to. Good idea. So, mm-hmm. BJ, mm-hmm. if someone does have a good idea, oh no, wait, I totally apologize because uh, if somebody has a good idea, they can hold on to it for like five minutes. Okay, it's very important. Um, <laughs> I don't think I talked about on the last podcast that I was on. Yeah, because that's been two weeks mm-hmm. since we've done a, a a Bamfcast. I watched The Boys. Amazon's The Boys? Amazon's The Boys. Okay. That fucking show goes somewhere. Yeah? Yeah. I don't want to... Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> Talking about The Boys. Yeah. Carl Urban is... Uh, his accent is really weird, but he's fucking wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, when... It, when is Carl Urban bad? I, I, I yeah, that's I, what I don't I'm understand this that. question. Yeah, yeah, what? I didn't, I didn't think so. Anthony Starr as Homelander, that dude, he looks like Mark Paul Gosselier from Saved by, Saved the, by the Bell. Yeah, okay. he has that look, but the man has evil in him. If Anthony Starr himself does not have some serious evil in him, mm-hmm. then give that motherfucker all the awards. Um, it's weird. There are a lot of people that I think I know from somewhere else. Like for 25 minutes, I thought that, um, Anthony Starr was actually Mark Paul Gosselier or <laughs> Gosselier, however you pronounce it. Uh-huh. But there are so many people except for like, you know, Elizabeth Shue and a few others, um, that I was like, I, that's gotta be somebody, right? Somebody that I've seen before. No, most of them are not, but they are, <laughs> they're good enough actors that you kind of fall in with their their characters really quickly and you feel really comfortable with that person's face on screen mm-hmm. if that makes any sense you just kind of i feel like you just kind of assume that you've seen this person before because right. of the quality of their acting but not only does that movie or movie that show that 8 hour movie really fucking go somewhere i cannot wait for season two i am super excited about more of this i really like this fucked up world that they've created like i don't like it like i want to live there i just think they've done a really good job of painting the picture of this world and they did a a great job in the first you know in the first episode of of sort of putting you in this world and not making it believable but making it seem really well fleshed out Mm -hmm. um I don't want to talk too much about it because I don't want to, I feel like it's gotten a lot of traction and a lot of press and a lot of people have seen it, but I don't want to say anything for those people out there who haven't seen it yet. Um, If you like dark superhero shit, this is a really good show for you. You should definitely watch it. It feels a little bit like Heroes Season 1. You know, there's... Back when that had potential. Yeah, like Hero Season 1 was a really good season of television, and right. it was some weird, R-rated, fucked-up hero stuff going on, but also, you know, fucking awesome. It doesn't doesn't have Hayden Panettiere in it, you know, my future ex-wife, but it does have um, Aaron Moriarty, who is pretty wonderful as um, Starlight. I have two questions. I have two answers. All right. Have you watched or tried to watch Preacher at all? No. I would suggest it. I mean, I have not watched The Boys, but same writer, you know. Garth Ennis. Yeah. yeah. 
So just curious your take on that. Plus, same producers and all that. Mm-hmm. So same people that want to make it happen. Um, two, have you watched the Umbrella Academy yet? No. Because I feel like that would be a better, like, direct one-to-one, just like, I want to watch some more fucked-up superheroes stuff. Okay. I feel like I've Umbrella Academy. The- I feel like Umbrella Academy was like for like two weeks was like holy shit Umbrella Academy and then it just whoo, just yeah, disappeared. Kind of did, yeah, yeah. Because like because it's a Academy, Netflix thing. It yeah. moved on. You know, I just feel like Umbrella Academy at was, the speed of means was real good, and that's that's something I want. I want season two to hurry up and get here. I kind of want to read the comics what? of the boys. Oh. Like, oh. <laughs> this hasn't happened. Like this this reaction to. A, a TV show hasn't really happened since like Game of Thrones season one, where I watched two episodes and went, I'm going to read these books first before, like, I want to see the source material and get all up in it before the rest of the TV um, comes out. So I don't know if I will, but if anybody out there in listener land has listened or <laughs> listened to, um, has read the comics for the boys, um, please let me know if I should read them. And you can let me know if I should read them by sending us an email to bmf at bmfcast.com or you can call us on the Garfield phone 9105-BMF or 9105569263 or you can just go to the website and click on any of the buttons there that are on the right-hand side that will take you to all your socials and uh, they will make it easy for you to get in contact with us like on the Twitters or whatever. Um, you can send us a message through Patreon, or you can join the Discord and drop something in our general chat and let me know what you think about it. Um, also, you can go to, speaking of Patreon, you can go to patreon.com slash bmfcast. That's where you can give us money for all the extra things that we do. Um, it's totally worth it. You get a bunch of extra cool content, and uh, that's it. All right. Right. I got a wild burst of energy there at the end. Yeah, it was good. I liked it. To be fair... Um... It only ran for 72 issues, so shouldn't be that hard to read through yeah. that. <laughs> well, the, the good thing is that I can read. So, Well, yes. I'm I'm just saying, like, most of these, like, Garth Ennis things, like Preacher, I think was, like, 60 issues. Like, they're, okay. they were planned, limited run things. Gotcha. So it actually has an end? Right. Well, I mean, yeah. Pre- I mean, Preacher has, like, other side story things that have come out over the years, but the main mm-hmm. core comic was, like, they knew exactly how many issues they were going to make. And you know, ahead of time, unlike any other popular comic, Mm -hmm. which has infinite amounts of issues, yeah, cool. Anyway, all right, well, let's get out of here, shall we? Okay, I'm Harlow, I'm BJ, I'm Chuck, and for Mackie, this is Banffcast Out. (laughs) 